the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to this special series dedicated to slow wine held in Bologna in March 2023. During the fair, we conducted several interviews with some very exciting producers. We were able to pull out some of the more interesting elements of Italian wine within the slow wine movement. Tune in each week on Italian Wine Podcast. Here we are again with another fantastic producer from... Yeah, where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Cleto Chiarli Winery, and my name is Tommaso. <laughs> Tommaso I'm, I'm part of the family, the Chiarli family. I'm the fifth generation in the winemaking company. Fantastic. So we are actually, we, we brought you here as well because we have you as one of our benchmark producers in the Italian Wine Unplugged book 2.0, which is our second edition. It's for all wine lovers, but uh, we have a lot of students that are very interested in learning more about different grapes, different vine, different wines. Your winery uh, produces a Lambrusco di Sarvara and a Grasparossa. Grasparossa variety, exactly. Variety, so exactly. these are two varieties from uh, Lambrusco world. Mm-hmm. They're two specific clones and they grow in different areas in the province of Modena. And in our winery, we produce both of these varietals. Where is exactly your winery? So uh, the Cleto Chiali winery is uh, located in Castelvetro di Modena. Okay. which is a small village in the south part of the province of Modena, so between uh, Modena and Bologna. Cleto Chiarli Tenute Agricole, that's the exact name of the winery, was born in 2001, but the Chiarli family has been producing uh, Lambrusco since 1860. Jesus. So okay. therefore we represent the oldest winery in Emilia-Romagna, the entire region. So okay. it's a very historical company, uh, winemaking family since five generations. So you are the son, grandson? Yeah, are uh, the, are you, no, no, so uh, we go back five generations. So So you are the youngest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We call it Tris Nonno. Tris Nonno. Okay, wow. Um, It's the romantic part of the Italian culture, like the wine culture. It's like we have all these generations. So um, actually, let's talk about your wines outside of Italy. Do you guys, how much, how many, how many labels do you make? So the the Clito Chiali winery uh, works from uh, only with 100% of our grapes. And uh, we reached a production last year, a record production of just a little um, below a million bottles. Oh my so God. we okay. have been growing a lot since 2001 in this specific production. Okay. Uh, we export roughly 40% okay. of the total Where? production. Uh, USA, of course, is the biggest market the biggest for us. The Scandinavian countries are also embracing this, uh, this new type of Lambrusco, mm-hmm. which is not new. It is the traditional Lambrusco. Of course. But and how many, how many labels in total? Labels in total, we have in the core range around seven. Coming back to America, when Italy International Academy, the ultimate Italian wine qualification will be held in New York City from 4 to 6 March 2024. Have you got what it takes to become the next Italian wine ambassador? Find out at vinitaly.com. So it is not a massive. So it's just, but it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But you have to think about the Lambrusco world. Lambrusco world is is characterized by different varietals, different Mm -hmm. clones that are extremely different from each other. So from, from each clone, you can scatter 
different styles. Okay, so now you're getting into the, the science stuff. I want to know if I was a student of uh, Italian wine mm -hmm. and I wanted to go a little bit deeper and I wanted to learn about uh, Lambusco di Sorbara and Grasparossa. Tell me something a student would want to know that's interesting, that's useful. So uh, Lambrusco varietals in general, one of the most uh, autochthonous, it's been produced in this area for a long time, Roman times, Etruscan times. Okay. Specifically, the Lambrusco di Sorbara varietal, I would like to put a focus on that. Yes. It's a very interesting grape for many reasons. Firstly, it is extremely wild. It has some difficulties in pollination. Therefore, okay. you need another varietal to kind of cross-pollinate the Lambrusco di Sorbara, the Salamino varietal, okay. yeah, another Lambrusco okay. varietal. Okay. Uh, the shape of uh, the grape bunch is quite funny. Yes, so you I've got, uh, of course, 10-15% like uh, uh, of the berries that uh, do not ripen in the season. Yeah, yeah. So they remain white okay. within the red grape bunch. Okay. So it's quite a, yeah. a funny a funny type of, uh, of, uh, of grape bunch. And uh, because of these very uh, ancient, archaic characteristics, okay. The wine is extremely unusual yeah. and, and new. It is a red wine that has uh, the body of a white wine, especially a white one from, uh, let's say, higher um, altitudes, mm -hmm. despite the fact that it grows in a very low land, okay. humid, yeah. not like that. Uh, you've got a lot of acidity in this type of wine. And uh, so for, for wine students, it is uh, quite a unique grape variety. Yeah, yeah. And so with that, I'm going to ask you something totally different that ties in. What's your favorite food? My favorite food? Your favorite food on the planet. Ah, I like pizza. Oh, okay. Basic, but nice. It pizza. is, it is very good. What kind of pizza? Pizza with the spicy salami. Per oh, wow, okay. Like <laughs> From this. Calabria. Yes, okay, okay. Does it pair with Lambrusco di Sorbara, yours? No, with Lambrusco di Sorbara, but with the Grasparossa. It so does. The deeper red uh, Lambruscos are interesting because they've got uh, this, this bold body, they've got tannins, they've got acidity, they are sparkling and all of uh, the balance of all of these characteristics is extremely nice with anything savory, mm -hmm. most of the time fat, okay. with fat food, but also spicy food. Spicy food is hard to pair with wine and, yes. and Lambrusco wines are also um, pairable with, with spicy food. Thank you so much. It was really lovely Thank to meet much. you. Nice to meet you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you very much. Tommaso Chiarli from the Cleto Chiarli winery, everybody. Perfect. Bye-bye. <laughs> Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, chi-chi.